Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jerry. I'm Patrick. That's the song guy, Joe. Hello, hello. And uh, before we start, uh, I would like to say, okay, I've been playing, so the game we're talking about today, I've been playing on and off alongside uh, uh, Far Cry 5 and, and Far Cry 3 a little bit. So I kind of played both games side to side. So, I just want to put that as a preface when... I, I love Far Cry games. Like, absolutely. Okay. And it leads to some strong opinions with Outer Worlds. And I'm excited to talk about it because it's not a game... Because it's it's a game I like, I'm, but also a game I don't like. What the heck are you leading to, dude? I'm just, intru- I'm just introducing. Is Obsidian... Does Obsidian make Far Cry? No. But oh. it's there's going to be comparisons I make. It's ah. kind of bull. You're I'm gonna, pre-establishing my opinion as a teaser. Hold on a second. You're going to be comparing Outer Worlds with Far Cry? Yes. Uh, the more apt description uh, analogy sure. would be Fallout. It's, yeah, yeah. If anything, Outer Worlds is well, heavily inspired. Well, it's made by the same people. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a reason. I'm going to talk about it. Okay. I do want to mention that um, this episode was requested by um, one of our followers on Instagram. Uh, this person has uh, answered our weekly, bi-weekly Madam Raz's homework, and he won this chance to request this episode. Uh, this is was requested by uh, Instagram handle is at miami.day.county.public.femaledog, but not that word. I can't say that right now. Um, That's a great Instagram handle. He, yeah, right? He... um. He actually requested either Paper Mario or Outer Worlds. So I, I was like, okay, we'll flip a coin. We'll see what we're going to do. And you know? we're comparing Outer Worlds to, or we're comparing Paper Mario to Far Cry. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, for, for you audience members, if you want to find out how to, um, you know, win a chance to request an episode for a future, or excuse me, a topic for a future episode, just um, be sure to follow us at Razzle Dazzle Show on Instagram. Look out for those Madam Raz's homeworks. And if, you know, you follow the rules there, you follow us, you you answer it, then later on in the day, we will randomly select one of you to request a topic. So with all that in mind, let's just get into it. So you guys are ready for this? Okay. Outer Worlds, fun overall game. Okay. That's very basic. Okay, explain. Let's go. Let's talk about the it. Gameplay is butt. Uh, gameplay. What do you mean? I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. Uh, so, so here's why I brought up Far Cry. Because imagine this: I'm playing Far Cry before I start playing Outer Worlds. Far Cry is very much a game of it wants you to know that you're insanely cool, and so how it does that is through its gameplay. You mean by its temperature? <laughs> no, not like temperature. Um, so basically, when I'm playing Far Cry, I'm like, I am the most insane person alive. I can do anything. And so, like, at one base I go to, I sneak in, I stab everybody, sure. snipe off a few guys, throw a knife at a guy, and then the base is cleared. And then in Far Cry 5, I change my, or, and then the next outpost, I change my mind. I go in with all explosives, blow up the entire base. There's different ways to approach way. things. There's different ways to approach things. Kind of like Medicare But it also solid. makes you feel insane. Like, I am epic. 
okay. for lack of a better word. Okay. Um, and then you go, and then I switch from that and I go and play uh, Outer Worlds, where very much a lot of the dialogue lines allow you to have the option of, I am very epic. Mm. But then you go into a fight and you go, jump away, pew, 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 jump away, pew, 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 as the enemies run up to you and go, grr, I have gun, and then they stop and shoot you. And there's no... The gameplay, it's lacking. The story, great. Overall gameplay experience, great. But every time I'm in a fight, the first thing I think of, I don't want to be in this fight. <laughs> I, want, Ooh. I want to finish Ooh. this fight so I can finish the story, so I can get back to the story. Okay. For... To, to like, very quickly simplify what the heck Outer Worlds is. In my opinion, like the way I see it, <clears throat> it's basically Fallout meets Bioshock meeting like Life is Strange. You I know, think it's, it's weird. I it's think a, it's literally just Fallout New Vegas. It's a first yes. person just RPG space. open world shooter with uh with a yeah. talking simulator, relationship building simulator. It's so <laughs> there's so much here's, going here's on. The part, here, that's the part I like about it. And what the, the so relationships? The this overall story inside the stories. dialogue and so this game is oh. very much like it is basically a newly made version of New Vegas or Fallout Three. Sure, okay. Which leads to reasons why I don't like it and reasons why I do like it because it's the same reasons why I like Fallout New Vegas and Fallout Three but also the reasons why I don't like Fallout uh, New Vegas and Fallout 3. So, like, for example, Fallout 3, the AI is stupid. They, they, The melee guys just run at you and hit you, which, I mean, every game of melee guys do that. But like, I mean, that's their job. But, yeah, <laughs> but but they're they're brainless in the, the way they do it because they just take the fastest way to you. Whereas in some other games, like, you'll have people kind of take side routes to flank you, stuff like that. There's kind of a little more thought in the AI. Sure. This game also er, – and then the enemies with guns – blindly run after and chase you. They don't care for cover. They don't care for anything. It's it's very old in the way they play, which of course was perfectly fine for Fallout 3 New Vegas because at the time there wasn't really sophisticated AI for enemies. But now every single single player game has some sort of kind of smart AI. Call of Duty in every single campaign enemies take cover. Um, in uh, I don't know, Metal Gear Solid is like prime example. Enemies have entire AI systems laid out, and I'm expecting at least something. Something like Call of Duty where they take cover, they throw grenades. Instead, all I get is... You want is the AI to walk be tactical? That, no, I want them to be smart. I don't um, want them to run up to me or run towards me with guns shooting. Well, that's I don't still want a strategy. It's not, though. Yeah, it is. Standing in the open shooting while yeah. I'm in cover? No. Yeah, that's a strategy. And oh, and It's then, not a good strategy now, okay? <laughs> But it is a strategy. No, maybe maybe if they did that for people like the Marauders, who are just a bunch of bandits out in the isn't that the, what they do though? Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, but then that's also what the highly advanced military guys do. Mm-hmm. The SWAT uh, team is in the middle of nowhere. It, it's <laughs> and there's also the fact that like if I'm in cover and only my head's poking out, I will get shot just as much if I'm in no cover jump, or I will get shot more than if I'm out of cover jumping around. Well, then they're insanely accurate. The AI is like. Then just get good, dodge it, <laughs> don't get hit. It le- it leads to a s- it leads to a combat style that I don't like, and it's just personally not for me. I'm not saying it's bad, I'm saying to me it feels outdated, and so that was my big criticism. But my big love for games like Fallout New Vegas, Fallout Three, is how deep stories can get, how many options you have to solve different problems, and the a bunch of different ways you can. And basically how you can play a character. 
uh, I, on my birthday episode, we did D&D. One of the big reasons I love D&D is I can make a character and right, go through right. a story. You can, put, you can literally put yourself in the game. Yeah, you mm-hmm. and, act, and this game kind of allows for that too, whereas like, I can be like, all I want is money, and then I can just uh, Get money. do everything for money gains, not really caring about people. Right. Or I can be like, I am... A person who looks at every situation gets all my gets everything he can know oh my God. before making a decision. Oh my God! And that's how I played my first run through, and it was oh great. No, it was great because then I got to you get to really learn because the story is really good, and you have genuinely bad people. You have moral gray areas. Most of the time, it's moral gray areas, and uh-huh. there's and there's always a or not always, but a lot of times there's a solution for compromise, and sometimes there isn't. You have to make a choice, and it's that kind of situation which just feels real. It feels like you're playing through a story. That's the part of the game that I loved. Hmm. And the in the setting too. The setting's amazing. Outer the setting space, is pretty good. Outer I like space the controlled by companies. Like wow, that's that is that that's hilariously good. And the comedy they bring into it because of that. Space's choice is not the best choice, but it's Space's choice. <laughs> like I, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I'm trying I'm gonna try not to be negative in this episode, but I think that that model right there for Space's Choice is basically this game. It's not it's not a good game, but it's the best they can do or something. I'm I'm not saying it's yeah. a bad game. I'm saying like honestly, given that these people had a bit more of a budget and someone who somebody who's gameplay minded uh, in terms of making this game somebody, they brought on a director who's very much like I like video games to play video games like not so much story some guy who's like, like video games are fun because of they're interactive right and so sure. you have somebody uh, this game kind of focuses on the story part of that if they had somebody Does who focused, focus if they it? had some somebody hmm. we'll, we'll talk about it in a second if they had somebody who focused on that for gameplay for me it would be a really good game. But instead, it's just an average game. To me. Okay. I think this game doesn't really have a good... Uh, it doesn't really know what it is, in my opinion. Because, like, for example, I love story games. You know, I I love RPGs, JRPGs. I'm, I've freaking completed Xenoblade twice. And I, you know, I've, I've done Xenoblade, Zelda, all that stuff, right? Um... Story games, I love. I love reading through the dialogue. I love exploring the world. I, I love that stuff, right? Um, there's also the RPG elements, you know, leveling up. You know, you know, you know what an RPG yeah. is, right? This adds on first-person, sh- you know, shooter mechanics, which is fine. But I think, I think there's like, there's not a good focus on what it wants to be. There, like story-wise, I'm saying period. I'm saying gameplay-wise, with the story-wise. gameplay. Like, look, if if Let's let's remove the heavy, the heavy um, dialogue interact interactions and stuff, right? And just have like a streamlined story that you know that's actually a good story that that can like go with whatever you're doing, right? Um, that doesn't need so many uh, inputs from you, right? Let's 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 take that out and, and change that, and just leave the gameplay on how it is, or maybe just tweak it like a little bit. I think as an RPG shooter game, I think it would be great, even open world, right? I think it'll be great on on its own, but not only does, is that kind of hard to pull off, but it also adds this whole other big thing, which is you know the main selling point is you get to make relationships. The the big thing about this game or the big selling point is the relationships you make with other people, with other companies, with other individuals, right? With 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 the freaking worlds that you're in. But 
why I don't think they did a good job on that is you go you go to one place, you talk to the main person there, right? He tells you, okay, you want something? Well, I need something from you back. I need you to help me out with this. Okay, talk to this other person and see what you can do. Okay, we go to the other person. Oh, I don't like that guy. Um, I, I need you to do something for me that goes against this guy. And then you're like, okay, well, they kind of match up. Okay, let's see what we're going to do. Then you have to make a choice. Do you want to help one person or the other? It's that repeated over and over and over. There's always two sides to every little thing. You got to choose between who you want to help, who you don't want to help. It's yeah. So you don't like you don't like the choice it gives you. Basically, the, you don't too like much the, freedom. You don't it's, like the deciding between moral. Too much. Too much, too much like of the, one thing is a bad thing. All right, Patrick. Here's okay. We did play this game. Yes, that we did. First world with like the first mob boss kind of leader of the town, Edgewater. I think yeah, it was yeah. called. Yeah. He was like, "Yo, there's these hippie people that I don't like. I'll give you your power thing if you just take their power away." And then you go over to the hippie people, they're like, "Yo, these people are really corrupt. Um, take away their power and give it to us instead, and we'll give you the power thing." So the choice is, you gotta hippie people mm-hmm. or corrupt mafia town. You're like the parent. Uh, coming in between two siblings fighting for who gets to share the controller or whatever, you know? So what did I for choose? Every single, for every single, like, quest. Yeah. But, what did um, you choose? What did I choose? Neither. I pissed both of them off and I killed everybody. You're, from both towns. You're just some guy who woke, who wakes <laughs> up. You're, you're stranded on this planet right now. All you need is a part for your ship. Right to get the hell out, and you're already being drugged into like this weird political th- BS that you know doesn't really have anything to do with you. You just want your shit part back. I mean, well, that's how I feel when I was playing. That's what I like about it because in because there is essence of story to where like the protagonist shouldn't face things easily. They they shouldn't just get what they want all the time, or else there's no real story. So. The way games like this do that is they throw in the mm. decisions that are morally gray for you. You with the power option, you have the option of taking it away from a town that isn't really doing so well. A lot of people are going to die if you take this power away, but at the same time, the guy in charge isn't doing anything to help them. I just sped up the process. <laughs> so you're playing in this game what I also really love is they give you the option to straight up be evil if you want to too you can right, be right, the right. absolute worst person but you also have the option of going through these morally gray things and kind of deciding based off that You and then you have these hippie people who uh, have a way of making food and like uh, living on this very rough terrain but they hate everybody in that town and won't let most of them in what ends up happening when, because I, I beat the game, and after you beat the game, it tells you what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, spoiler for just Edgewater. Whatever. Um, I uh, I chose the little hippie town. Okay. At the end of the game, it tells you what happens at Edgewater. All the people at Edgewater die because they go to the hippie town, and the lady there is like, no, I hate all of you. Go out into the wilderness. And they all die. And I, at the time, I was like, well, I knew they were going to die. But I didn't think they were going to die like that. <laughs> and that's I mean, a, it feels bad because it's just morally great. And you, there's, this, there's no real reward in decisions like that because ultimately no. what it ends up being is you need something that conflicts with what two other people need. And you have to make that hard decision. Do you sacrifice what you want? And then the story's just over. You just, know, nothing to, you just end the story at Edgewater without even going through the game. Or you have to make one of those tough decisions. And a lot of times in life and in story, you have to make the... Like it's diff- stories aren't easy, 
and life isn't easy. But like, that's what they're trying to get in this gameplay experience. If I wanted, yeah, back to what Jared said, it was just trying to be too much. If I wanted to make those morally gray decisions, I'd play a game like uh, Walking Dead. Or life is strange. Well, but if this is a shooter, I want to play. I want to pew. I want to glack. I want to bow some people. Yeah, I don't think if, this, if ga- you, this game just... isn't meant to be that though. Like same reason people don't play Fallout Three in New Vegas because it's a shooter. They're very much so for the reasons why I complain about it. Gameplay wise, uh, gameplay wise, they are not optimal shooters. But maybe you want a shooter that's also an RPG. These days, a lot of a lot of them are better. Than f- in terms of gameplay. See, if I if I want to play a RPG shooter, if you tell me, hey, RPG shooters are cool. I like RPG. Oh, really? You do? The main, the first thing I think of is like Borderlands. Yeah. You know, and their story they did. I think they had, did a great the story. Job. Is great, and the gameplay is insanely great as well. Exactly. See, because they had a focus. They know exactly what they wanted to do. In my opinion, like I, I think they had. Two I think it, I think it's for 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 Outer Worlds is like when. When you're talking, when you're going to the dialogue, when you're interacting with these characters, you can sit there for 20, 30 minutes just talking to the same one person, going through all the different choices that you can make. That's not. That's, I don't think that's fun. Oh well, that's that's not the goal. It's you, or I mean, I guess that's the goal if you want it to be the goal. Isn't, but in reality, like, isn't you only isn't ask the main the, selling point just to make relationships, though. Well, yeah, but you only ask the questions that you want to ask, and you only go. Like for and you you only pursue the what a big thing which really applied to my game you only pursue the quest that you want to pursue my when I created my character in this game I was like I'm going to be a uh, morally good character who tries mm-hmm. their best to compromise and mm-hmm. just help people so what ends up happening is uh, after Edgewater you you go over to Monarch mm-hmm. or after a few things happen you end up in Monarch which is the place which has been abandoned by the board. So they finally have the option to live free, and you end up having two factions, the Iconoclasts and the, the Monarch Authority. Uh, the, the people are kind of in charge there. The Iconoclasts are separate from the Monarch people. They don't want to be involved. And then they kind of just do business with Monarch, but Monarch slowly starts cutting off business because the Iconoclasts aren't really cooperating or something. I don't remember what Corporate it was. Stuff. Corporate stuff. Corporate stuff. It ends up being that you have the two people opposed to each other. Right, like two sides. But, but this, but this time, it just you you notice it happening. At first, it's kind of like they're like whatever. But as you start doing stuff in Monarch, mm-hmm. you start noticing that kind of deta- attachment more and more as you learn about the town. Okay. So you start to establish there's these two people don't like each other, and then I who wanted to help people started pursuing a bunch of different side quests. I pursued the side quests that were thrown in, thrown in front of me by the main story uh, with the iconoclast. And I started helping them with a few things. Ended up being this currently kind of a weird situation where, uh, spoilers for the Iconoclast story, uh, the head of the Iconoclast was responsible for the reason a lot of people became Iconoclast. After the board left, things were kind of Look bad. Pirates came, pirates came in when the town security was down. A bunch of people died. Turns out, guess who did that? The head of the Iconoclast. But the head of the Iconoclast has a second in command. She's awesome. She just wants to make sure everybody survives. She helps you find out this thing about the head, and you literally go and you approach them, and you're like, hey, you shouldn't have done this. See, that just shows that no matter what side you choose, they're still corrupt in some way. Yeah, no, and... And that's, that's a lot. That's no, real. But let me, and let that's me real. Yeah, yeah, true, definitely. But let me finish. So you go through, and you end up taking... Uh, you end up having the choice. You leave him be because he is... Uh-huh ultimately resentful for what he did okay he right now all he wants to do is the best for the iconoclast and ultimately he feels that like what he did then wasn't right but now he has the chance to redeem himself so he's going to do that through this leadership position but 
at the same time, he shouldn't be in that leadership position if how he got it was by killing people. Right. So it, it ends up being you have this another morally great d- decision to make. And I decided, screw that guy. He killed a bunch of people so he can gain power regardless of good intentions or not. That's awful. So you killed him? So it ends up being that you have no other choice but to kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was a, pers- a persuasion role I can make, but I wasn't leveled up high enough in it. Sure. At the end of the game, I had like 150 persuasion, though. <laughs> okay. Um, which is uh, it, which is what I want to talk about because persuasion in this game leads That's where to the a stats lot of, comes in. Le- it leads to a lot of compromise. That's where the RPG part comes yeah. in. And so she ends up being the new leader of the Iconoclast. Later on, I have to settle a situation where it ends up being that only it seems like only one of them can be because the board ultimately can prove to be an enemy to them. Right. And you have to try to figure out who's got the better idea against the board or do you want just the iconoclast to live their free lives? Do you want this guy who's going to suck up to the board but play kind of an espionage role? Okay. Um, and ultimately I decided, work it no los dos. Why not both? <laughs> so I, I worked with them and you can kind of go back and forth with them and it ends up being that you compromise... The Iconoclasts just live with the Monarch people in exchange for security and exploration. I like how the RPG aspect of this game helps with both the... Uh, with with the... with the interactions and the actual gameplay. Yeah. You know? Like, that's a good in-between for your stats to talk and to shoot. That to is what fight. I really liked. You know? There were parts I of admire the, that a lot. I, I, bump, I say bad things about the gameplay a lot, but one of the very cool things was that every single stat boost kind of helps, or ex- with the exception of weapons, mm-hmm. every stat boost helps your social or hel- helps you go about the game in a different way. So even with, like, your teammates or something, like Pers- your your dexterity and, and, and leadership can your, help them up. Your you inspiration and, and determination there it is. help you kind of boost your teammates, uh, your, yeah, pa- yeah. your uh, companions' abilities to do things. Um which leads, and then it also just helps in some persuasions or some dialogue stuff. The science stuff helps in dialogue stuff, but also serves to let you either increase your equipment better, operate science weapons better, heal yourself better. Yeah. Um, it leads to the, leads to stuff in gameplay and in story. Mm-hmm. Persuasion, obviously, to, uh, persuade, lie, and uh, intimidate all serve their various story purposes. Yeah. And. Uh, pers- um, gameplay's purposes to where when you level up these routes you get stat debuffs like if you get persuasion enough you get cow or intimidation enough you get cower when you shoot someone you have a small chance where they just get really scared right. and they just stay in place hands in their heads just like oh almost, no I'm gonna die almost everything you do has um, some sort of result in the world period yes you know like it, it, everything you do character wise will lead to... Even action. Game- Even your actions. Yeah. It, everything you do to improve yourself gameplay-wise mm-hmm. will also improve yourself story-wise, and everything to improve yourself story-wise will also improve yourself gameplay-wise, which yeah. is something I really, really liked because when I'm playing games... Which is like cool. Call- it's cool world-building. Yeah. Like, I know this game, that's, like, the main thing it wants to do. It wants to build... It, it, it wants to do good with world-building, regardless of it being in many worlds. I, I personally don't think it did a great job executing it. One thing about the gameplay, like, when, when you're trying to go from one place to another, the loading screens. And there's also no cars in this game. The loading I, screens so my PC, suck. My PC doesn't have a good SSD, which means loading screens kind of take how a long, bit. How long did they take for you? Um, I could pull up Reddit and kind of just scroll quickly through a few posts before things No, I'm up. asking you personally, how long did it take for you, for those for loading my, screens? For my... Uh, While you were playing. Way too long. 
Which is? Um, Can you like guess? Estimate? I don't know. Estimate? Let me pull up my phone right now. I so I what I'd do is I'd go on my phone and I'd go on Reddit and then I'd kind of just like wait for it to load and then maybe look at the top post a little bit. Uh, internet sucks right now, so probably about now it'd be done loading. That was about twelve seconds. We were playing on an Xbox, right? Every loading screen will at least take twenty, thirty seconds. I made uh, I made this joke while we were playing together uh joe and i i was like dude these loading screens are so long they're longer than um you know the the intro to game of thrones i can freaking make myself a cup of coffee make myself a meal take a shower stuff like that take a dump in the (laughs) toilet and still have enough time to finish my meal finish my coffee and then get ready to for to play the game and it'd still be loading (laughs) it takes so freaking long especially when you're trying to get from one place to another like when you fast travel like when you're going from one place you're fast traveling to another you're right screen you're right at the door you're right at the door to get inside to the city another loading screen dude well you can fast travel inside the city depending sometimes depending if you've been in there before you can Uh. (laughs) so but ultimately stuff like that uh, ends up, it's a trade-off thing to where you have that, but then you also have one a very open and beautiful open world. It looks nice. Um, the worlds look nice. Yeah, that's for sure. It gives me like if you, it gives me if, like uh, No Man's Sky vibes. If you want faster loading times, what ends up happening is you have games like, um, I guess Fallout Four would be my best example of okay. a similar game like that. To okay. where Fallout Four, my computer doesn't take that long to load, but when I do load at first the textures are very very bad and uh, outer worlds also have this problem but it fixed it very fast where like when you first load in textures are bad Mm. that happened with fallout 4 but then also like the game kind of lags for a bit as you kind of explore and what it fallout 4 has it has a small loading area for you to where like i think outer worlds kind of leaves that loading area very very open so you can see a lot of the world well when you get to like the actual outside of the city and the planets like it's it's open yeah. world, open zone. Also, That's Fallout, fine. Fallout 4 is very ugly in a lot of its places. The trees are all, like, very badly textured. Okay. And... The grass, if well, you but look that's, at it, that's, is very that's much That's a post-apocalyptic well, but the wasteland. Text, the tech, what I'm saying is just quality-wise, the textures are awful. Sure. Um, the, and then but it can kind of pass. The, yeah, it can kind of pass because of that. Because of the setting. Outer Worlds doesn't really get that. No. So it's supposed to be... Bright, Beautiful vibrant new worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it ends up having that like performance cost, which mm-hmm. is it's tough to deal with. But at the same time, I think the reward is worth it because it is a beautiful game. Okay. It does look pretty. That's one of my favorite parts of it. It's I don't. It's not my cup of tea. I don't have the patience for that game because I actually have a life now. Speaking of games, <laughs> you guys ready for what if blank owned the world in Outer Worlds, the galaxy is owned by different organizations. Ten yeah, different true. ones. Ten? What would happen if our real world companies controlled major percentages of our world? Don't they already? <laughs> true, but let's dive Shh. into it. So, this is entirely a subjective game, so it's sure, more sure, of us being sure. creative, but starting out, we have McDonald's. What if McDonald's owned a portion of the world that it could do whatever it wanted in? All the kids in um, in school, the cafeterias, you know, the, their lunch food, all the kids will be excited for that, but they don't know how bad it is for them. So you're saying school meals would be McDonald's? Yes. Well, first of all, I don't think they'd colonize on a on a Earth-like planet. I think they'd find a ring planet like Saturn, but they would use their immense power uh-huh. of I like Ronald, where this is going. and they would make the rings into the golden arches. <laughs> so if you're flying through space and you're like, man, I could really go for some McDonald's right now, <laughs> you look to the left, oh, there's a giant golden arc. 
Perfect. Look, it's, it's so you're Saturn. saying they use Saturn rings as yes. promotional material? Yes. 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 I love it. I love it. All right. Next up, we have Apple. Um, well, all of our technology will be probably better in a sense. Like, we'll be maybe a little bit more technical advanced, but then again, Skynet, you know? It'll the turn to Skynet. Would, the It'll world would have Skynet. good music. The world would have good music. But when better versions of the world get released, then the old versions will get worse and worse until you upgrade until the new version of the world. There you go. You have to you have to like buy new versions of your house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like every two years. Yep. Oh my gosh. Everything It's gonna be an expensive world. It's gonna and eventually it'll be all wireless and they'll get rid of all buttons. Yeah. Everywhere. No buttons. Everything will be a touch screen. Yep. So it'll be very futuristic, but very expensive is what yeah. you're saying. Yes. Yeah. And I think that would also be at the cost of very many people and children. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay <laughs> they okay. would find the cheapest labor to get that very, very fancy tech, and yeah. it would end up being very much bourgeoisie, bourgeoisie, proletariat, <laughs> where like, oh my, like you have the people who are literally just like tools for the rich to be rich. Uh-huh. That's what I think Apple would be. If okay. Were major, Nike. Nike. Everyone would run everywhere constantly. We'll be everybody's be styling though, but everybody's like wearing. Uh, dry fit stuff, sh- uh, basketball shorts. I think stuff. that'd be like the I fit think, person world. I yeah, think that, every single go. every. I think sports events would have Nike's logo or name incorporated in them some way. Like volleyball would become like Nike's. Like every single volleyball championship would be like Nike's volleyball spring championship sure. and Nike's volleyball summer championship okay. or stuff like that. I feel like that's what would be what happened. Okay, they they they'd force themselves to be advertised everywhere and then all the athletes have to wear Nike shoes. Yeah. The ball has a Nike logo yeah. on it. I think it would be all sports all the time. Yeah. There would be no other form of entertainment. Yeah. And even <laughs> if if there's like esports it'd be NBA 2K. <laughs> oh no. no. And then um oh boy. <laughs> you just have a <laughs> I had a funny thought but I laughed at it and I forgot it. <laughs> wow. It'd be like that. <laughs> all right. Uh anyway, last one. <laughs> because you guys brought it up, Nintendo. I think it'll be a very, a much happier place. I think the world will be a lot happier, a lot. Um, I think people will Bright, be kinder. Cheery. You yeah. want, you want a bold Motion would be very weird, though. <laughs> Whenever you try to move, some sometimes your limbs just won't go. Oh or God. you just walk off into the cliff by accident. But hey, uh-huh. at least you got the Master Sword. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh! You just had to give a jab to the Wii, don't you? I had to. <laughs> now, now, what I think would also happen is some people would be like, I think Nintendo would be pretty like history paranoid to where they want to be like the very cool people. So if somebody starts digging up bad stuff about the Nintendo government, the Nintendo government would very much like smack down on. Oh, that. dude, they're they're gonna be tough when it comes to like uh, law stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, and, and like, and then somebody's gonna be like, yo. Mario sucks. It's gonna be a crime to talk bad it's about be, Mario. It's gonna be like then, it's gonna be like the Dai Li. Yeah, and then nobody, <laughs> that person never existed. <laughs> Love you, Nintendo. Someone's on the street, just like, hey, ban Mario, ban Mario. The next day, he's just gone. <laughs> Everyone's like, where do you? And he it, went to it, another <laughs> galaxy. A Pika- <laughs> he went a, down a warp pipe. A Pikachu van just drives by. <laughs> All right, this has been What If Blake Owned the World. I love that game. That was nice. I love that. So final thoughts on Outer Worlds. Go. Um, setting, beautiful. Uh, kind of, in my opinion, story, great. Okay. Um, gameplay, 
it's you want actually full summary mm-hmm. it's new fallout new vegas okay okay i still think it's um it's a good mix of huh, a good mix a mix of no man's sky bioshock and fallout to me you know that's how i see this game have you kind played of? any of the fall- older fallout games like Fallout yes. 3 new vegas yes but don't you f- it's it's exactly like new vegas it I is mean, exactly yeah, okay. like new vegas sure Sure. I would say this is like a... Mm, but to a, be fair... above me- average game. Yeah, and to be fair, that is how they advertise the game. Like, one of the first things that popped up in the trailer when the game was first announced is, like, from the developers of Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, there you go. Mm. So it's very much like... This, I'm not this bashing is, on this game this for being just like... Fallout New Vegas. I'm not bashing on this game for being exactly what like New Vegas, but I'm not going to praise the game for just being... what. It, it, it's the same thing, it, another Far Cry comparison that I forgot to bring up. Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4. Same game, just Far Cry 4 is newer. All right. Yeah, Fallout New Vegas, Outer Worlds, same game, but Outer Worlds is newer. I think if you're into this type of game, a mix of Archie, RPG, choice-based, shooter, if you're into that, more power to you. Yeah. I, I mean, go ahead. Luck, it's a good game if you're into that. If you, if you like I am it, you not. Like it. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. I like my games, you know. I think simple. I think it's a I don't game like to think. that's worth trying if you're into RPGs. Yes. I mean, if you're if you're into RPGs, it's worth a try. And I tried it, and you didn't like it. I it's just it's like I really tried hard, and to be optimistic I'm, about it. I'm into RPGs and I tried it and I'm neutral about it. And there are people who are into RPGs. They tried it and they love it. So that's what I'm saying. It's, I mean, look, if you don't like the game, then don't play it, right? I won't be playing this game anytime soon. And, again, if, if you like this game at home, you like the game. Great. Good for you. I mean, whatever. This is just our opinion, you know? Yeah, I think I think it's it's one of those games that is perfectly made for its audience. Amen. What this game taught me is to never trust anyone named Phineas. Yep. I would... I, I really like the, uh, the, the, the Wait, ending. Did you, did you guys not... I, well, I really Phineas Phineas you end up being just a good guy I so love the ending where you just go into the sun and destroy everybody that's my favorite ending that's the best ending that's, that's, an that's ending. the perfect ending I don't know the only ending I know is the one I did alright that's all the time we have for today guys thank you so much for joining us on another episode here on Rouse the Dazzle make sure to let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore show Make sure to tune in every Thursday on the Live 365 app Eagle Radio Station where we are live. We'll catch you on the next one. Ah, the Mad Village, the Mad Village. I want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have everything up here. There's only one thing I don't have. That's uh, that's uh, that's red flower. <laughs> you can uh, you can uh, give it to me. Uh, I can. Uh, I'll make your dreams come true, kid. I want that in the episode. All right. I want this in the episode. <laughs> All right. I'll keep All right. this recording. I got the games. We're starting with Outer Worlds. Yes. Okay. So this Christopher Walken bit will be in the front of Outer Worlds. Even more funnier. <laughs> <laughs> oh.